Welcome everybody to another awesome episode of Great News Weekly brought to you by greatnews.life. I'm your host, Jenny Craig Brown, and each week we bring you super fun, exclusively positive news stories. So come on in, grab your lunch, come hang out with us. Uh, if you haven't tuned in before, we'd love to hear what's happening good in your life too. So if you can comment below and tell us what good news you have to share with us. We love to hear the good. We're all about the good. That's what we do here at greatnews.life. Uh, if you tuned in last week, you got to see Chris Malman be our host. So I'd love to hear your guys' feedback. I think he did a great job. It was super fun. So you got me back this week, and we have incredible fun stuff for you. Uh, we sent Lifer Cami all over the region this week, and I'm really excited to share her findings. First up, Cami got a chance to learn about a really unique coat drive right here in Valparaiso. The coat drive has an interesting story and, of course, a wonderful mission. Let's check it out. Well, hi. Today we're here with Angela from the Salvation Army. Hi, Angela. Hi. Thank you for having me. Of course. So we want to talk a little bit about the Coat Tree Project. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Absolutely. Uh, so it's so much fun to be a part of. Uh, last year, our advisory board member, Nancy Satterley, introduced me to Kathy Walter. And Kathy is the person that started this in 2018. She said that she got her inspiration uh, from a picture that she saw on Facebook. And I guess it, uh, there were trees in Turkey and they had coats tied around them. And everybody knew in that town that if they needed a coat, that that's what that was there for. Wow, that sounds really awesome. I love that kind of a story that she saw it in a Facebook picture from Turkey. That's exciting. Yeah. I love it. So we did come across this from the uh, Valparaiso Public Library where we saw it outside. Now, are there other locations where people can donate items? And then what kind of items are best for them to donate and hang up there? Sure. Well, that, that's, that's the best location right there. Uh, you know, gently used winter coats, uh, we are doing a little bit of a twist this year with, um, we hope to maybe get new hats, scarves, gloves, just as if the pandemic going on and everything. Kind of items we want to stay away from is just regular clothes. I understand where, where people are coming from because we want to think, wow, this is what a great opportunity. However, we want to be careful because you notice it's um, just kind of become where all these kind of clothes and things are staggering. I found a blender out there. So we just kind of want to make sure we keep it for warm clothing items uh, to get us through the winter. That's great. I have noticed I'll go past early in the day and it's full of new items and then go past a few hours later, it's completely cleared out. So definitely seems to be a need of it in the area. So um, yeah. why do you think it's important to have a program like this in our community? Because we have people in need in Porter County. Um, just Salvation alone, or Salvation Army, we do serve uh, many people um, that that maybe can't afford to go out and get a new coat for, for themselves or for their kids. And uh, this, this provides that for them. It's also convenient. Um, it's a great location. There's many churches around also that partake in it. Um, I've, when I've been down there a few times collecting items, uh, people stop by. And, and and I let them know, please get the word out. You know, you are welcome to take an item if you need it, please. Wow, that's so amazing. That This is definitely a big community project and we're gonna help get the word out so that everybody knows it's there to help donate with it. And then also there if they need something, it's there for everybody. So 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for joining us today. Okay. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Appreciate it. What a cool story. I'm sure a lot of you have already seen this and it is, it's right on the Valparaiso public library. You can't miss it. So thanks to Salvation Army and for the public library for allowing the Salvation Army to use that space. Uh, Cam is perfectly correct. I see people in need pulling things all the time. And I think that's what we need right here is something that's available easily for everyone. It's a great location. And I hope you guys can donate any new items that you have. Gently used coats, get out there ASAP because that's really what they're in need of. So next up, anyone who knows Cami knows that her go-to restaurant is Fiddlehead in Michigan City. They've got grass-fed burgers, steaks, vegan and vegetarian options, gluten-free options. What more can you ask for? Well, let's see what Cami's favorite thing to order is. Hey everybody, so today I'm here at one of my favorite restaurants, Fiddlehead in Michigan City. They have a fresh take on the hometown restaurant and their food is delicious. It's kind of cold out here and I'm hungry, so let's go in and get some food. giant burger. It has a macaroni and cheese patty on it, onion straws, all the good deliciousness. But all of their beef is also grass-fed beef, and trust me, you can definitely taste the difference. So I also got pierogies to uh, start the meal, and they're pretty good, but trust me, you can't finish all of this. There's so much, so it's really good. You need to come try it. Yes, relax and have a great meal is the best way to end that because she's exactly right. If you don't know the Fiddlehead team, Aaron is an incredible owner and operator. He just serves the community in every way. It's fantastic. Uh, Chris Malman is also a fan. He said, Mac Daddy, can't wait to love you. <laughs> he's I don't know that he's had that one yet, but he's had lots of Fiddlehead, I think, in his day. And he is correct. It's a great one. Cammy's favorite is the Mac Daddy. I think we here at the office have all kinds of different favorites. Mine are those pierogies that she mentioned. But seriously, guys, if you haven't been there, Aaron's fantastic. The food is fantastic. And they are a really community-based company um, serving the region and helping any way they can. So show your support to them and call in and get some carry out or stop by today because they're fantastic. Oh, and Nathan said bourbon glazed pork chop. So tender, so juicy. Everything is amazing. Can't go wrong. I haven't had that yet, but good point. Um, see, even more reasons to head out there, guys. Get out there ASAP. So last but not least, our team here has talked a ton about libraries in this region. They continue to innovate as and grow as our world becomes more tech-based. Cami uh, connected with the incredible team at the LaPorte County Library to learn some of their new offerings. Thank you, Jenny. So today with us, we have Jennifer Bissonette and uh, Christy Chatterton from the LaPorte County Library. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies. Hi. Hi. 
So I just have a few questions today. So libraries have evolved over the years from just going and renting a book to being able to use computers there and different systems. So can you tell us some ways the LaPorte County Library has adapted? Absolutely. So. Over time, obviously, libraries have become a center for so much more than, like you said, just grabbing a book. There's public computer access, there's Wi-Fi access, you can get kits and use maker spaces. There's so many really interesting things you can do. And here, we're no exception. We have so many great items and things that you can come check out, that you can come use on at the library. And we have some really cool things upcoming too. We currently have seven locations, which I'm sure so many people are aware of. <laughs> but coming, we also have the exchange location across the street from the main library in Laporte that is going to have an expanded kind of makerspace vibe. There's going to be recording studios, woodworking equipment, and a lot of different skills building opportunities for the community. Okay, so can you guys tell me a little bit more about the makerspace? Um, yes, we actually started our makerspace concept um, in the fall of 2014. Uh, we decided that we wanted to make these types of um, hands-on experiences that the customers can't necessarily get on their own available to them through the library. And some of those types of things are 3D printing. Um, you can learn how to solder. And then as Jennifer spoke on in our new exchange, which will be coming sometime 2021, we will upgrade those services to include things like video editing and, um, and uh, recording studios and just a whole plethora of objects that the customers can come in and use. Wow, those sound awesome. So with all of those, do you have to be a LaPorte County resident to be able to utilize, utilize these services? Or is it just as easy as going and getting a library card? Well, there are a few different ways you can access things. So yes, our services are often for the LaPorte County residents, but there are some options for people who don't live in the area or who maybe temporarily come to the area. So on our website at laportlibrary.org, if you click over to at the library and get a library card, it will take you through a list of every type of card we have available. And those go from our residents who can get adult, youth limited, youth unlimited cards. We also have an online borrowing card, which is a temporary card that individuals can have. And there's also reciprocal cards. So people who live in another area and have a card with their home library that has a certain agreement, with the state can come to our library and still use our services through a reciprocal card agreement. That is really cool. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you had to live in the county to be able to use those services. So that's that's awesome that you have so many different options. So, well, thank you so much for talking with me today, ladies. Absolutely, thank you, thank you for having us. All right, now back to you, Jenny. If you do not know Christy or Jennifer, connect with them, get to the library, they're awesome delightful women that really are keeping the library and a fun, exciting place. And I think, um, as Cami mentioned, I, yeah, exactly. I don't know if there are, I had no idea there were so many different programs um, at the libraries in the region, especially the Port County public. They're incredible. I didn't know they had so many locations, so many offerings. And I know you guys at the library are all keyed in and, and watching now. So thank you for what you're doing 
Christy has been uh, connected to the life sites forever. Same with Jennifer. And you guys are just sharing so much, so many incredible opportunities to the region. So thank you to that. If you guys can't participate or aren't close enough to LaPorte County, just get to your local library and really try to take some time to figure out all of the offerings they have. Because while we often think libraries are kind of old school, they're really not. They've grown with the times, uh, especially this LaPorte County group. And it's great to support this amazing mission in our days today. So fantastic work, you guys. Well, thanks to Cami for so many incredible interviews this week. Thanks to all you guys for watching. Of course, tell us your good news. Shout us out. Tell us all the things that you want us to cover, who you want us to hear, who you want us to interview, what you want us to see on our good news show. So we're here every Wednesday at noon on nwi.life and valpo.life Facebook. We are also live on YouTube. So shout, shoot over there and get that going ASAP. Watch from YouTube, comment, tell us your good news. And if you cannot watch live, uh, come back later. Or if you like podcasts, you can listen to us on all of the podcast avenues possible, Spotify, Pandora, all the good ones. Um, so please come back, tell us your good news, and come listen to ours. I will check you all next week. Have an awesome day, guys.